Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Crate Coach, and in this episode, I really want to kind of consider where our genius really comes from, or more specifically, how we can tap into our genius. Now, before I fully dive into uh, this episode, I want to take an opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that way you get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So let's get into this. Obviously, this is not a question that I am the first person to ever consider, and certainly I am not, uh, you know, highlighting my uh, thoughts on this. More so, I am bringing in uh, studies and other thinkers who have already kind of showcased what the key to genius is. And specifically, there's a TED, uh, TED Talk by Sir Ken Robinson. Robinson. It's from uh, 2007, and it says, "Do it, it's called, sorry, Do Schools Kill Creativity? And that is the fundamental question. And, you know, it's kind of in line with another study done by uh, Dr. George Land and Dr. Beth uh, Jarman, they did it for NASA starting in 1992, and they sought to identify, you know, what, what can make someone a genius, essentially. And they want to try to have as diverse group as possible. So um, they started with kids that were uh, five years old, you know, and they had 1,600 of them. And 98% of them ended up pretty much testing, like, at a genius level, you know, showing signs of genius, that number dropped to less than 2%, basically, by adulthood, right? So it got flipped, in, in a sense. And, you know, together when combined, really the conclusion that comes to is this idea that uh, as we go through life, we relinquish, we, we relinquish our creativity. Now, some people have pointed... Uh, you know, school as a byproduct and education of that. Um, and certainly that's a part of it, in my opinion, but it really is, just, to me, it's this idea that we stop playing. Everything has to have this purpose, and if it doesn't have a purpose, we don't try it, and if we don't try it, we're not experimenting. Um, you know, it goes to the no whole notion that in order to succeed, we have to fail, but of course, we don't want to look stupid, so we don't even uh, fail. So, so we become very reserved in all these different ways and you know we block ourselves essentially from doing anything because of fear and you know an interesting thing i was listening to my friend lauren legrasso's podcast called unleash your inner creative uh, i've linked to it in the, in the description but she had a guest on about a year ago uh, named susan roberts and she talked a lot about this as well and one of the tools that she introduced was turning fear into a question. So, you know, especially as creatives, your number one thing might be it costs too much, right? And therefore that can prohibit you from expressing your creativity. So if that arises, just flip it into a question, right? Instead of making a statement of it costs too much, ask yourself, how can I make it more affordable? Because then, you know, it, th this is very much in line with a lot of, uh, 
you know, the stuff that I've been thinking about and, and have kind of expressed in the past where our, our minds are just naturally good at coming up with ideas, right? Uh, so utilize that, right? Um, in that sense of, of putting it to work, you know, and, and in this sense, it's kind of like an offshoot of this idea of negative visualization where, you know, you're kind of imagining what are all the things that could go wrong? You know, okay, it costs too much. So then by flipping it, how can I make it more affordable? Now your brain gets to work and really starts to solve for that and, and come up with ideas, right? Because that's what we love to do. Um, and in that way, you know, it's, it's a big first step towards overcoming this hurdle of, you know, us losing our creativity. And, you know, just, just by the nature of it, at least what it shows to me, the idea that at, at age five, um, you know, kids showed 98, at a 98% level, they showed signs of genius. And then by adulthood, only 2% did. It shows to me that this is all really learned behavior. Um, for me, like the whole idea of nature versus um, nurture, I tend to side more on nurture just based off of my own experiences and, and the things I've, I've seen and read and so forth. And this is an example of it, you know, where we start at one point and we've learned to go the other way. Now, the good news is you can then relearn, right? <laughs> Essentially what you always knew. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, I almost look at therapy of, uh, you know, not necessarily giving you the tools, but really unlearning the stuff that's kind of clogged you uh, up ever since you were a kid, you know, and get to that childlike idea of yourself, you know, that, that, that playfulness, that joy of life, uh, the, the willingness to just go for it and try, yet with the knowledge uh, and, and experience gained by growing up, right? I think that's the perfect marriage we should be striving for. And that is what allows one's genius to really come through, ultimately. You know, I've, I've one of my big kind of ideas is that talent is not a skill, it's a process. So, you know, talent, you can equate to genius, and the only way to express one's genius is through doing work, right? Hence, um, you know, creativity is a key component to expressing that genius. And one of the things, I mean, it's no coincidence to me where there's so many people that come into the uh, creative field because they, we, our souls, to me, are just dying to express themselves, you know? And obviously, like, uh, you know, you um, most likely are a creative person, meaning like the arts and so forth. But I think in a lot of ways, we've stifled what the idea of creativity ultimately means. It doesn't just have to apply to art, right? I think we go down this narrow path where some people aren't necessarily artists, but they have a lot of creativity that's just dying to express itself. Um, and maybe that is you, right? Maybe, maybe you know, um, you've been dying to express yourself creatively, and so you instinctively reach out towards art as the expression. But to me, creativity can be expressed in any number of ways, right? Um, coming up with new technologies, coming up with... Uh, new systems of doing something, coming up with more effective ways of doing something, uh, finding better ways to inspire people. Um, you know, um, I was talking with somebody this weekend and we were talking, you know, the person basically writes financial manuals. And I was like, well, I've read so many boring ones, you know, and, and then the person, to their credit, they were saying like, hey, uh, you know, I want to make sure that whoever reads it 
they're able to understand and it's beneficial to them. And they really took pride in that. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's brilliant because that, that is an expression of creativity. Um, you know, it's something that's overlooked. Um, you know, it doesn't have to, again, just be art. Like everyday stuff that we all deal with can be an expression of creativity. The way you clean, you know, your house or the way you do dishes. I don't know. There's, there's any number of these ways to, um, to really think about it, you know, because sometimes it's too easy to get stuck in this one way of, of just doing something and it becomes so second nature. We don't ever think about it. And when we don't think about it, you know, that, that muscle, uh, tends to lose out, right? You know, in this case, the brain and creativity, which is why I'm a big advocate of, you know, just kind of creating daily challenges for yourself. So for example, if you're a photographer, you know, just wake up and it doesn't have to be with, with your like high end camera, just, you know, for the day, as you're kind of going about, just, you know, you can snap off some photos, but make, make like a rule, right? You know, today I'm going to take only pictures of the ground. Okay, cool. Now that might be like, wait, just, that's it. Just take pictures of the ground. It's like, no, you know, um, find creative ways to, you know, to showcase and make it be interesting instead of like someone just looking at, oh, that's just the ground, you know? Um, then the next day, like, okay, you know, you'll only take black and white photos. Then the next day, um, you only take really close up photos, you know, and what can you take pictures of, right? So, and this is just an example of photography, but the same idea applies to anything, you know? Really, really give yourself these challenges um, just to explore and have fun. Uh, as silly as it may sound, one of the things like that you can do is to schedule playtime into your uh, calendar. You know, we always try to very much like fill up our calendar and make the most use of our time. But what if just like, you know, at least on a weekend, you know, once a month, if nothing else, right? You just for six hours, we're like, okay, this is my playtime. And whatever I do, you know, that's what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm just going to just explore and have fun with it and see what comes of it. You know, um, it's when, it's when we release ourselves of expectations that, that ideas oftentimes come, you know, it, it was like Einstein was notorious, you know, if, if he was just couldn't come up with the answer rather than just kind of continue grinding it out in, in, in the laboratory or whatever, you know, he would go on a walk and things like that, refresh his, clear his mind and boom, the answer came. Right. And he's one of many examples. Uh, you know, people write about this stuff all the time of just the, the, the need to clear your head. Um, and playing certainly is part of that. And it, it just, and by extension, it nurtures that creative side to you, right? Um, you know, there's a, there's a brilliant book called, uh, uh, <laughs> pardon the pun, um, there's a brilliant book called Brill uh, Brilliant Blunders. And uh, it's by Mario uh, Levio, and it highlights, uh, you know, well-known scientists like Einstein, Darwin, um, Lord Kelvin, and showcases the various mistakes they've made in their life um, to humanize them, right? Number one, and to also showcase like how those things were very much needed in order for them to to get to their successes, right? You know, we, we kind of talk about the idea that uh, everyone makes mistakes and we need failure in order to succeed. 
we really commit to it. Um, and you know, this whole episode, you know, it really comes down to the key to to our genius is creativity. But in order to get creativity, we have to be unafraid of failure and um, you know, let go of that fear and just just go for it. You know, uh, it's interesting. You know, even even with so I have I have this film, the second feature film that I'm working on. And it's a huge leap forward from my first film. And we could very much fail at it, you know? Um, but all things considered, uh, if nothing else, the experience will be wonderful. And I will learn so much, uh, you know, just by doing it. You know, uh, there's this idea from Tim Ferriss where he talks about, like, you know, he, he, he started a business... Um, with like $60,000 and just kind of went for it. And he was like, hey, you know, like if I went to college to learn this stuff, that would be about the cost. So if I fail at it, I've essentially given myself a great version of schooling. Um, you know, it'll, it'll be, you know, trial by fire, learn by experience type of thing. And so for me, you know, uh, this movie um, that's a very ultra low budget indie film that we're going to be filming in Bogota, if nothing else, I'll have gone to Bogota, Colombia with my friends um, and had an experience and, you know, learned a lot. All for the price of, you know, like if I lose out on that money, I lose out on that money. Um, and the irony is it to me in this sense, like I, I, don't, I don't see us failing because of that spirit, right? You know, when you have that spirit, ironically, that's when you do succeed, right? Um, so yeah, uh, really what it comes down to is the key to your genius is creativity and how you get there is through just releasing this fear. Um, you know, and like I said, use Susan Roberts' initial step of when, when fear hits, its, hits you, meaning, you know, what are the obstacles? Just flip it into a question and let your mind go to work and because that, that will exercise the creativity of it. Um, so I've thrown a lot at you. I understand this. Um, take a moment to really process it, sit with it. And uh, when you do, let me know what you think. You know, comment down below, ask any follow-up questions you may have. Um, you know, write it in your own words. I would be happy to converse with you. Or you can hit me up on social media at Phil Svitek. Would love to really hear how, how you're considering this. Um, and I've provided some links in the description um, of, of the stuff that I've talked about so that way you can take a look at it firsthand uh, likewise you know I mentioned my feature film so if you'd be so kind um, as to help support my creativity um, I've linked to our crowdfund in the description you know every little bit helps so if, if you have a moment please check it out there's only a few days left in this crowdfund so um, you know, don't hesitate if, uh, if you're thinking about it anyway thank you I appreciate you. Hope this helps. Feel free to share it with anybody in your life who you think it may be a benefit to. I appreciate you. I'll see you 